And good evening, one and all. Welcome to Race Time Radio. Uh, I'm Joe Chisholm, along with Joe Chisholm Jr., right here in the RTR studio for our final show of 2023. Uh, and we got a dandy all lined up for you. What's going on? We do. It's going to be a good one. It's, yeah. uh, um, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. It's uh, it's a new, fresh year. We're a rolling week away. Into, we're rolling into uh, 2024 like a freight train, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a big year. Lots it's, of uh, schedules all out. Yeah, lots of schedules uh, out early, earlier than uh, than you know in years past. Uh, still waiting on some. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, still waiting on some tracks, and um, but for for the most part. Uh, the uh, the traveling tours have kind of announced all their schedules mm-hmm. for the for the most part. Um, the um, you know obviously the the big series the the NASCAR Cup Series Truck Series um, Xfinity they were out long ago yeah um, yeah, yeah but uh, yeah man it's been uh, uh, it's been a, a good off season so far um, I know you know they're still racing during the off season but mm-hmm. uh, um, you know it's been the off season up here since uh, since October and and uh, uh, man there's there's lots of balls up in the air. Um, on on the team side of things, and uh, uh, just the the rumor. What was it, what was it called? The last secret. Week? No, the secret. No. Yeah, the whispers. Oh, the whispers. That's it. The, the whispers. whispers. The whispers. There's yeah. lots of whispers out there. Lots of and what's, lots. Uh, what's happening? Uh, both on on the late model side, on the dirt side, and then as well on the NASCAR Pinty side. <laughs> um, so I imagine when we get to the other side of that Christmas break, uh, uh, there's going to be a bunch of news to come out. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been good. Yes, it has. Let me tell you who we got coming on tonight's show. We're going to uh, just kick it all off with our national champion, NASCAR Canada. We have Trayton Lapsovich going to join us. Thought he'd be a great guest. We haven't talked to him since the Snowball Derby. And, uh, of course, we got to talk to him about that. But he is our national champion. And we got to celebrate that. We really need to. And on the final show of the year, I thought it would be just pertinent to celebrate with Trayton Lapsovich. So we got them all lined up. We'll also talk to a guy that has uh, got a little bit of an early Christmas gift, Grant Enfinger, in that uh, Craftsman Truck Series. He's got himself a truck. He's got himself his sponsor. And he is going to go for it in 2024. So Grant Enfinger is going to join the show. Uh, out on Eastern Canada, there was a brand new super late model series this year. Brett Roy headed it all up with uh, a bunch of others, and they had a successful year number one. And we're going to talk to him tonight about that series and about the successes that they had this year. Uh, look forward to catching up with Brent in the show. And we just may, we just may have one more special guest, and I'm not talking about Santa Claus. Of course, he's coming down in uh, oh, about a week or so. We just, uh, it, outside chance, that's all I can say. And uh, I, I, it's going to be a good night, everybody. Sure hope you can stick around and join the show. Uh, what do you say we get to the Zoom line and welcome in our national champion, his name, Trayton Lapsovich. What's going on tonight there, Trayton? How you doing, bud? 
Hey, not a whole lot, Joe. How are you? Good, good. Well, are you kicking back now seven days before Christmas Eve? Are you finally going to take a little bit of a family break, or are you still hard at it? Uh, well, I'm still hard at it with school, but uh, I got a couple more exams left, and then we're finally gets a little a little bit of a break. Well, what classes are you taking? I know you're going through uh, college, university. Uh, what are you actually studying? Uh, I'm studying business administration. Cool, cool. So, um, big exam coming up for that. When do you do it? Yeah, I got I got two more. They we got I had four this semester. Wow. Um, so I've done two already. I got two down, and then I got two more on uh, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, and then a little break for Christmas, and then uh, right back at it in the new year. Well, if you score on those exams, anything like you did behind the wheel of a race car this year, kid, get ready. You're about to ace them. Because uh, it has been a dynamite year for you. Looking back, you got any special moments, Trayton, that stand out? Yeah, I, like you know, the whole season was was pretty much just an amazing year. Um, the one the one race that kind of sticks out the most to me is definitely the Newfoundland race, and I think that's mainly just because we had to work so hard at it. Um, we didn't really have the best car. Um, it's kind of different because a lot of tracks we we sh- we unloaded pretty well. Um, like we we're we were pretty good in practice right away. Most tracks we were good in qualifying and then good in the race as well. But Newfoundland we we struggled a lot. Um, we struggled the first half of the race, made big adjustments, wholesale adjustments, and then uh, was able to come down with the win. So I think when you look at the whole year as as a whole, that's definitely a moment that sticks out because. I feel like it's the it's the ones that you got to work the hardest for, the ones that you're going to remember for a long time. So that one, uh, I definitely won't forget that one anytime soon. Oh, it always feels good when the hard work goes in and the results come out. I think That's back right. to uh, Sunset Speedway, the beginning of the season. You came out of the box like a rocket. Uh, you, you guys really stepped it up. I thought, wow, Trayton is here. And not only did you do that in race number one, but here we go in race number two, race number three. You kept it going. And I went, oh, boy, they, these guys really got their work cut out for him this year. Trent Lapsevich is here. He wants this title. And, man, you earned it. Yeah, um, we you know, it, uh, we were able to test that sunset before the year started off. We were able to test that Mossport, too. Um, and I think, like, just having that opportunity to test helped out a lot. Um, we've, we've got the opportunity to test a couple times in the past, but, uh, this time it was kind of, the time was there. Um, we, we, we had enough time to, to go to the track, spend a whole day there, really focus on different adjustments and, and trying different things. And I think that kind of made a difference. We were able to come out of the box swinging right away. Um, we had a fast car right when we unloaded at sunset, we were kind of just little adjustments away. I think we made a couple in practice, but then come race time, I mean, the, the car was really good, like short run speed, but then the long run speed of the car, I think was even better. So, um, just, you know, and it kind of carried on race by race. I think our oval program this year was really, really good. Um, road course, I think our road course program's always been good. Um, you know, it's just me getting more experience behind the wheel and Moss Sports definitely one of my favorite road courses. I, it is my favorite road course actually. Um, so had a lot of fun in the, in the road course car there. Um, and then just learning the street courses too. Um, it's pretty much what we needed to do was just get consistent finishes on the street courses. And we did just that. I think we were, our worst finish was sixth, and that came at Toronto, I want to say. And so that's a, a pretty good finish, I, I was thinking, for Toronto, for myself, um, just learning on those street courses. 
You know, I think back to your dad's career and uh, CTMP, you get him out there. And I'll tell you, there was nobody tougher on that racetrack than Jeff Lapsovich. That guy set the bar each and every time. Did he win every race? No. But he set the bar, I guarantee you. And Trayton, that's got to feel good having a guy like that, uh, that you're be able to lean on to get the knowledge that you're going to need on those uh, struggle spots, if that's what you want to call it, uh, because you don't need too much tutelage on a oval track. You've got that stuff all figured out. doesn't seem to matter the size of the track. Uh, y- y- you're covered. But on those road courses, there's so much to learn, right, with the left, right, the elevation changes, uh, you know, changes that you got to put into the car. Uh, you don't get a lot of time. Uh, you don't get a lot of test time or any of that. Uh, You've you got to be right on the ball, and it's probably really cool to have Jeff hanging around. Yeah, uh, I've been really lucky to have the resources that I do have um, to, to get better at road course racing. Uh, like like you said, my dad, he, he pretty much came from road course stuff. Uh, he did the sports car stuff, and then uh, the road courses were always his favorite uh, in, in cast car and, and then in the Pinty Series as well. He was always great at CTMP. Pretty much everywhere he went on a road course. Um, so it, really good to, to learn from him and then to have him on the box um, this year as well to be calling the shots too. Um, I think that definitely helped out a bit when we came to Mossport um, because, you know, he's been quick there and kind of knows what you need in the car there. Um, whereas myself, um, I can always feel what I need on an oval, but uh, on a road course, it's it's I, I found it a little tougher to, to be able to give that feedback and, and really get the car going in the right direction. But uh, to have him definitely help. And then, uh, yeah, and, and eye racing definitely helps a bit, too. Um, you don't totally get that feel, but, uh, you know, it's uh, seat time is seat time, I guess you could say. Sure, sure. And braking zones and all of that. You can pick up all that stuff off iRacing. It doesn't hurt quite as much when you hit the fence and you hit the reset button on the game. It doesn't happen that way in real life. But there is a lot of stuff, Junior, that uh, one can pick out of those iRacing games. Oh, absolutely. Just the the different landmarks and, and, you know, just uh, road courses. The biggest thing is just knowing what's coming next, right? And knowing and and not forgetting what corner is coming next. Yeah, you don't want to go left when you got a right-hander coming up. Exactly. And, and, you know, just memorizing the the track and, and, you know, where those elevation points take you and, and all of that. Um, that iRacing stuff does wonders, right? Um, but uh, you know, it, it it's definitely a tool, right? It's not uh, it, it's not a magic wand by any stretch, and and you got to have the feel and, and all of that great stuff. But uh, uh, Trayton, uh, you know, when you look at uh, um, the statistics, they don't lie. Um, you know, one of the one of the most successful seasons in the NASCAR Pinty Series uh, to date. Um, an average start of three point nine and an average finish of two point six. Um, oh man! Out of you know, out that's of, racking numbers absolutely. right there. Absolutely, out of fourteen races, um, year prior thirteen races. Um, you know, you were uh, your average start was four point six, and 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 your average finish was seven point nine. So, big jump uh, year over year. But it goes to show you that the amount of improvement <laughs> that, that that year took. Um, uh, talk a little bit, uh, you know, obviously your team had great performance, but, but it, it also, you, you guys had a lot of competition from that 96 car. Um, of course you had a lot of competition from the rest of the field, but, um, there were a few cars, uh, you know, that had a, had their, their program put together from, from race number one to, to the end. 
Um, talk a little bit about the the competition level that you felt this year, um, and uh, and and you know, talk a little bit about what what trials and tribulations you had. Um, uh, obviously, a, a great year. You, you, you got to have you got to have points in there that are difficult. Um, but talk about the difficult points of this year. Yeah, I mean the 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 competition of the Pinty series has drastically in, increased in like the last few years, and I think everyone can kind of see that happening. I mean the the car counts are higher than ever, and pretty much anywhere you go on any given weekend, there's probably ten plus cars that can compete for a win. You, you really you never know. Um, and I think that goes to show like the, the money that's coming into the series as, as well as the talent too. And I think money and talent always go together to, to kind of equate to competitiveness. It, it seems like, so I guess that's just kind of the, the way that racing is now. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the competition's tough and I think that was really always on our mind throughout the year because, you know, we were really good on the ovals, pretty much every oval we went to. Um, but then it gets difficult when you get to the road courses because that's where all the cars come. So you have the, the 30 plus car fields and that's where you can lose a lot of points too. Um, especially on a, a championship side of things. So it's pretty much just, you know, performing the best you can when you have the opportunity to. So on the ovals, that was getting as many wins as we could. And then just being consistent where we may not be competing for wins, which was those road courses and street courses where we just had to log top 10 finishes and, and kind of keep those around us close to us to not lose too many points. Um, I, I think I saw somewhere or I heard it that Mark had a, a better year statistically this year than he had last year, too, when he won the championship. So just, you know, it goes to show how, how competitive the series really is. And uh, yeah, I mean, we had some we had some tough points this year, too. Um, the uh, the the time that really sticks out to me was the Edmonton race. Um, we were having problems firing um, off the off the grid and, and under pace laps. Um, we're able, able to come down pit lane and we had the help of a, a bunch of teams down there. The 2017 was one of them. The, the nine, the 17, all these guys jumped over the wall to help us out the zero team. Um, so to push us to, to our pit box, um, we were able to diagnose the, the problem really quickly. Um, Scott jumped right in the car and he pretty <laughs> much knew what happened right away and we were able to get there out there without losing a lap. So that was a, that was a big moment in our, in our points deal because I mean, you know, a couple minutes later, or a couple seconds, I guess, and we came we came out right as they're taking the green. So any and a couple seconds longer, and who knows where we would have ended up there. And I, I'm sure it wouldn't have resulted in a top three finish that day. You know, with every championship year, there's always something that stands out. A defining you know, moment. There's, there's yeah. always and and it you know it, it obviously is is a number <laughs> of things that stack up, right? You got to stack all those pennies up um, uh, to to make a successful year. But there's always one penny in there that's shinier than the rest. And, and it's, it's that one thing that really stands out. And I'm glad that you, that you alluded to that um, because it, it's, it was one of those moments. It was a feel-good moment in the sport. You know, um, I remember standing up on, on top of the stand. And, and when, when the tow truck pushes a NASCAR in any series, right, a, a NASCAR cup car, Xfinity, trucks, uh, you know, modified anything. If they push you to pit road, they only push you to the line on pit road, and that's it. That's it. And you you're gotta, on your own, spark plug. You're, you're on your own, and and uh, um, you know, you either go behind the wall or you make it to your pit box, and and you you get that you get that car fixed, and and you're you're allowed to roll out. And um, you know, I remember seeing all those guys pile over the wall, <laughs> and uh, it was a, it was a cool deal because everybody in the spotter stand kind of looked at each other like, wow, like that's cool. Yeah, like, look at them. You know, you know, you want to beat. 
and it shows you that the competition level they want to beat you on the racetrack right they right. they they're not afraid of getting beat they they just want to get beat on the racetrack and and uh um you know they never want to see anybody have a bad day and and uh it goes to show you that that the i've never seen that in anything else other than days of thunder right <laughs> get out there and push that's yeah. my car that's, that's my, my motor car. in that car um <laughs> uh, you know it was one of those days of thunder moments and it was pretty cool it was uh, it was pretty neat trayton looking at uh, uh, obviously a great season in the penny series but you also got a chance to get behind the wheel of a lot of cool stuff um late models uh, of course number one uh, that's your that's your bread and butter uh from the past um, and, and into the future, I guess. Um, uh, but uh, you also got a chance to drive a sprint car. Um, talk a little bit about all the different stuff that you got to do this year. Yeah, I mean, I, you mentioned sprint car. I, I think that had to have been the, uh, the coolest thing I did this year. Anyways, the, uh, the most different thing from the normal anyways, because I've never really done much dirt racing. We did the Oshwegan race on the dirt last year, and I did dirt go-karts for a year. I wasn't, you know, it doesn't, you don't really get the feel of dirt then, because uh, it's kind of just running on an asphalt track, it feels like. So, um, but to do the sprint car stuff, I mean, that was cool. And, and just a really big thanks to, to Glenn and the, the GSR team for giving me that opportunity because I, I feel like it was something when I was kind of growing up racing, I could have never seen myself running sprint cars. Um, we would go to Oshwegan a couple times a year. Kane and I would, would just go there on a Friday night, weren't doing anything. We'd go watch some, some sprint car racing because it's cool to us. I mean, it, uh, the dirt's different, but I think it's really cool because, you know, these, these drivers, everything happens so fast on dirt. And that's kind of why I could never really see myself doing it. It kind of looks like it takes a different skill set than the asphalt stuff. But to, to finally get in the car, it's just, you're just another race car driver. I mean, it's kind of, you're able to apply those skills from the asphalt to the dirt and then vice versa. So when you get in the car, it's, it's really not as difficult as it looks from, from an outside perspective, but it's still hard. I mean, there's yeah. so many things to adapt to in the, the changing tracks and whatnot. That's kind of where I struggled the most. Um, and then also was able to get in the pro late model with, uh, with Holdaway Motorsports and, uh, and, uh, then do the, the super late model stuff at the Derby at the end of the year here. So it was a really cool year. We were doing a, a lot more racing, um, in, in hindsight at the, than we expected to be doing at the start of the year. But, uh, you know, it, Anytime I can get in the seat of a race car, I'm happy. So it, uh, I'll race as much as I can. Well, Trait Lapsevich, our national champion, did a fantastic job this year in that number 20 car. Uh, Trayton, we got to hit a break. Can I get you to hang out for a couple of minutes? I want to talk to you about the Derby. Uh, I got a bunch more stuff. I want to hang out with you tonight just a wee bit. Can I get you to hang on? Yeah, absolutely. You bet. Awesome stuff. We're going to hit a quick break here on Race Time Radio. When we come back, more with our national champion, Trayton Lapsovich. Stay with us, everybody. We will be back all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Hey, race fans, this is Brendan Butterbean Queen, driver of the 03 for Lead Point Performance of the Cars Tour, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. 
Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's alright. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Channel 167, Canada Talk Score, Sirius XM, and hello to absolutely everyone tuned in on Rev TV Canada, Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. It is our season finale tonight. We will be back the first uh, Sunday in January. We'll be back with you live. Uh, looking forward to a couple weeks off and spending uh, some some family time and holidays. And tonight we're spending time with our champion, our national champion, Trayton Lapsovich, did a dynamite job all season long, no matter what he got into. And uh, he was in that snowball derby. They definitely knew Trayton Lapsovich was in that field. Trayton, uh, that was going to run for you down there. You had a real, real good, solid effort going. Uh, it looked like you're holding back, holding back, and going to make the charge near the end. And then disaster uh, sort of broke out. And man, you got in it, uh, or you were in it. Not of your own doing by any stretch of the imagination. That must have been a real heartbreak for you. It was. It, it was really disappointing. Um, you know, we, we had a really good car like the first 75-lap run. Uh, I think I used it up a little bit too much off the start uh, and kind of, you know, it was, it was really my first kind of green flag run in a super late model, so I was kind of just learning as we were going. But uh used it up a little bit too much, and we dropped back to a few positions right before the first competition yellow. But uh second one, we kind of we made some more ground, and then we were making more ground all the way up until that, that final restart there where we ended up getting in the accident. But uh I think we were in a really good position. We had good short run speed all day long. Um, the car would kind of to get get hooked up really quick, and we were kind of trying to build the short run speed 
speed out of it and kind of get some long run speed because we were getting so many long green flag runs. But uh, that last green flag, um, we were kind of set up for, for a short run deal because we were only about 15 laps to the end or so. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought we were in a really good position. I thought we were kind of a little bit ahead of where the mess was going to start, but, uh, yeah, kind of, I guess it started up on the second row or so and really just nowhere to go. I mean, really disappointing because I, I felt like, you know, if we would have made it through that wreck, we probably could have even finished on the podium. But, uh, if not, if that wreck never happened, I think we might've been able to get a top 10 too. So would have been really happy with that, but, uh, no, really just still proud of our efforts. Um, you know, to, to go down there as our first race as a team, uh, I was pretty excited about how we competed and, uh, and how quick we were. And it gets, uh, it gets me really excited for the next one as well. Well, the two of you, uh, and I got to point at you and uh, the tw- 22 car in the Alan Turner 100, uh, of course, Kyle Steckley. The two of you guys really, really did uh, uh, amazing. And uh, definitely everyone knew that you two guys were in the field. Uh, uh, Kyle got right up into third spot looking for second, and uh, he got to the outside, and that was the end of him. He went back to fifth. Uh, but watching you in that car, uh, it, and it wasn't that, you know, you had one good section of a race. You were good from the time you unloaded there. Uh, and you could see, it. were you perfect? No, but you were coming, and everybody absolutely knew it. Your brother, Caden Lapsevich, uh, you guys are an awesome team together. How much input? Uh, like, Caden must have just been having a heyday. Uh, the two of you guys, and throw your dad Jeff in there as well with, with the crew. Uh, you guys can figure a lot of stuff out in a hurry. Yeah, I mean, Caden kind of, you know, he did that year and a half or, or so at, at Hamkey, and then he come and work at WMI too, and that was a lot of late model stuff. So Caden's got, uh, he's getting a lot of late model experience underneath his belt, and uh, and uh, to have that knowledge and kind of apply it to our program was a big help kind of getting started. Um, you know, it was our, it was our first super late model race and then my first super late model race too. So there was a lot of firsts going on and kind of have that knowledge that Caden carried, I think definitely helped getting right out of the box. I mean, we were, we were quick first practice session and then we we're quick all the practices into qualifying. I was actually, I was kind of surprised we qualified as well as we did because I felt as in the car, I, I, I screwed up pretty bad, but, uh, I was really happy to qualify 10th after that. I, but then there's also that disappointment because I felt like we, we probably could end it up on the front row if I had a good lap, but, uh, no, to have Caden there definitely helped a lot. Um, you know, I think all we were really was one practice session away from being able to, to be right up front in race trim. The, uh, the problem was we were kind of fighting ourselves with race trim, but we we're also chasing the track too, because it started as a green track that morning. Um, so it's kind of, you're chasing two things. We we're trying kind of chasing to get the car good in race trim, but then also chasing the changing track all day long as well. You know, one of the biggest things that, uh, you know, obviously when you guys are down there uh, running and, and, you know, there's lots of people back home, uh, you know, talking about it, having bench racing conversations about you guys uh, down there, you know, in the in the thick, in the thick of things. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the conversations that I had with people, um, it was pretty neat because really, and, and to bring up Kyle Steckley again, um, for the longest time, the Derby, uh, you know, some of the bigger races, the the All American Four Hundred, the Winchester Four Hundred. Uh, it, it basically it looked from the outside looking in that the only way for a Canadian to be competitive is to go down and and partner with a bigger team and rent a car 
um, and and write a big check to another team uh, to 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 bring it home. You know, to right. to be competitive. But really, you and Kyle kind of are groundbreakers um, uh, in, in a way, um, in, in a big way. In this um, era, in, in yeah. this era, yep. Um, uh, because really, you guys, you guys obviously have influence. Uh, you guys have partnerships, and and you guys have have conversations with people that are connected to the U.S. side of the world. Uh, but you guys were Canadian teams with with cars put together north of the border. Um, and and hauled from here down there, and were fully and and unequivocally competitive, um, and and that I think is going to create a little bit of a land rush. Sure, you know because it it opened up a lot of guys' eyes. Now I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not saying that you guys that you guys it was easy for you guys to do that, and, and I'm not saying that anybody can replicate what you did. But that being said, it opened up a lot of guys' eyes. And said, "Hey, look, you know, we've got an opportunity here. Yep. Um, you know, maybe we're not that far out being up north of the border. Maybe we 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 do have access to the technology that it takes to be competitive down there. And and I hope that that is the case. I hope that uh, I hope that a lot of people look at it and and view it as an opportunity. Uh, do you kind of view it the same way, uh, Trayton, or 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 how do you how do you kind of uh, look at it as a Canadian team going down there?" Uh, it, did you feel like you you had everything or access to everything that you needed to to be a winning team? Yeah, you know what I, I think I, I would definitely agree. I think it really sets a standard, kind of what we have here in Canada. I think, um, like you said, there's nothing there's nothing really special about what we did to the car that was any different than what we do to prepare for an APC race or prepare, prepare. Um, you obviously you play to the rules. Um, there's, you know, you can do a couple more things down South that you can't do for the APC series, but, uh, uh, in, in the same manner, it was, it was basically an identical chassis to the car that we ran in 2021, uh, in the full-time APC tour. It was a new chassis, but kind of all the same stuff, not really many changes. So, um, pretty all identical there i mean it, i so like you said i think it, it really just goes to show what we have here um you know i would say that we really have access to to all the same things that they have in the states i think all they hold over us is a notebook um you know so i think that'll help us even going forward in the future just having that experience at five flags and knowing what the car is going to do in race trim um this this season or this year was a little bit different because of all the rain we had we would usually get a lot more practice but uh you know having that notebook and uh i think as as long as you have the the right guys in the, in the right places doing the right things i think there's there's no doubt you can compete down there um you know like i said we all have access to the same people it uh it's pretty much just how fast you want to go <laughs> how fast and uh how much uh, seat time you alluded to that earlier right seat time is uh, one of the most valuable things for a race car driver that you can have. And uh, you definitely got that. All you guys uh, that went down from Canada to the Snowball Derby and to the races that we've seen this year all did this country extremely proud. I know I was so proud of watching you and Cole and uh, Jarrett Butcher and absolutely everyone is. I was so glued to the tube. Uh, because you're making it interesting and you're making it something uh, special. Uh, I, I know every Canadian that's a short track fan was in the same position I was, watching everything and pulling for you guys. And not that we're, uh, you know, not, not pulling for some of the American guys, too. We absolutely love all those guys. But uh, to have some of our homegrown guys watching 
that little young guy with a Superman shirt on, and I look at you today, and I look at you in the Snowball Derby, and uh, everything that you have done in your career so far, it just gets me excited for the future. Uh, Chase Elliott was like you one day, and now look at Chase Elliott. I can see you following in those same sort of footprints. Uh, I know you're doing studies. You've got the big exams coming up. But is your number one goal, Trayton, is it safe to say that one day you aspire to be in one of those cup cars and to be out there in a professional race car driver in the cup series? Is that your goal or is that just what I hope for you? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I want to race for a living uh, no matter what I'm doing. You know, cup series would definitely be the the end goal. It'd be really cool. But, uh, you know, if I was just able to race full time and um that would that would pretty much my my dreams would be achieved but uh i'm looking at school as kind of a a backup plan right now but i enjoy school a lot too so i'm definitely going to ride that out and then yeah hopefully we can end up in a in a car full-time one of these days can you bring back the t-shirt for us the can, t-shirt? You, can you the oh t-shirt. yeah yeah the oh, superman can you, shirt can you bring it back <laughs> i honestly think Trayton, like you you started something really cool with that deal and then it just fade, faded away but you got to bring that back, bud. You got to. <laughs> well, you know, we were looking at uh, and bringing it back this year, and we couldn't find one some, somehow. We couldn't, couldn't find, find one like big that. enough. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. The, the, the old one doesn't quite fit me anymore. Well, I tell you so, what, the next, win, the next win that you have, you better have a Superman T-shirt under there. And, and uh, it, it, I honestly think that, uh, you know, you – You've earned it, you know. Yes, you have. It's not. It's not a gimmicky thing. You that that's uh, that's got Trayton Lapsovich written all over it, and it's cool as hell. Uh, I remember. I remember being at Sunset Speedway when you won um, uh, it at. Uh, uh, oh, was it Sunset or Peterborough? Peterborough when you won the, uh, the Superstock race, the Young Gun Show, and, and you you opened up the fire suit with the uh, with the Superman shirt on. Uh, it was cool, man, and 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 you, you'll uh, you'll always be that little kid to me now because I'm an old man, uh, you know, with that Superman shirt on. Uh, but uh, it was definitely cool, um, and uh, you got to bring it back just for for us, even. Yeah, we we definitely got to look into it. I mean, it's cool to have that that little thing that kind of differentiates you too. So to to have the Superman shirt, I think that was kind of my thing. So it's uh. You know, it's definitely it was something we have to look into for sure and try and get another one of them. Hell of a lot easier than a backflip, too, I tell you what. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, of a lot right. easier than a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> With Trent Lapsovich tonight, he is our NASCAR Canada Series champion. Uh, he's done it. He's done a great job this year. And, uh, Trayton, are you ready for Christmas? Uh, it's getting close. Uh, what do you got on your Santa list for him to bring you this year? Um, I'm not, I'm not really asking for a whole lot this year. Um, I'm ready to, to kind of just enjoy the holidays with my family. Um, we'll probably, we have a little place in Elkville, New York that we go and, and ski and snowboard out of. We do Holly Mon, Holiday Valley. So, um, kind of be cool. Hopefully we get some snow anyways. It's not, I don't know how much you guys got up there, but we, we don't have much down here. Right. So, uh, you know, hopefully we get some of that and we can do some snowboarding and skiing and uh, hang out with the family a lot. We got nothing up here, okay, or, uh, Trayton. We got nothing here, but I can tell you a little bit of a weather forecast. It's supposed to go down to minus 7 tomorrow. Throughout wow. the course of the day and snow squalls come in, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. And uh, hopefully we do get some of that snow. So that's where you're heading. Uh, I take it riding. Caden, uh, everybody going to get there, the whole family heading? 
Yeah, um, Caden's gonna come up later next week, and uh, and yeah, so he'll be here for the holidays, and then uh, we'll, we'll all be together and, and doing some snowboarding. You gotta love it. How are the plans coming for 2024? I know you uh, won't be sitting there waiting until January or February to start making plans. How are things? Is there any clarity to the picture just uh, yet? Well, um, we do have some stuff in the works now. Um, compared to last time we talked, there wasn't quite much going on, but uh, some things are, are kind of looking up, and uh, I'm really hoping that we can get them together here. I, I would say it's it's probably not anything anyone would be expecting, so I think that's kind of cool, and uh, yeah, I really hope we can get it together and announce it here soon. Oh, you can bet that we will be uh, all over it, bud. You've you got a wide-open spot here. I know all of us are interested to find out what you do have coming down. Uh, whatever the plan is, I can guarantee race fans are going to win uh, when they get you behind the wheel of a race car. Whenever they get a Lapsovich back there, they got a show. And uh, next year will be no different. I can well imagine that. Trayton, we can't thank you enough for all the time throughout the course of the year. I leaned on you pretty hard a few spots. I know you were tied up and busy and I'd uh, be on you saying, hey, we need you out here, and you always uh, joined us. And we can't thank you enough for the time commitment. Uh, The fans genuinely enjoy it. I get messages all the time saying, that kid is just amazing, and uh, you're doing it. But you're making us all proud, and uh, congratulations on all the success this year. Please pass our wishes on to absolutely everyone in the family uh, and uh, just thank you so much for everything. You, uh, you, you're the man. I appreciate it. I always love coming on here. It's, it's not a problem at all. Always, uh, I love talking to you guys. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Merry Christmas to you guys and happy holidays. Well, be safe too, right? No breaking no legs or arms or fingers Absolutely. or nothing. Uh, you, you let everybody else do the stuff. You stand on the sideline and watch. Uh, <laughs> we need you healthy. That's right. I'll be careful. <laughs> That's the stuff. Trayton Lapsovich, everybody. Uh, so nice to have him, Joe. Yeah, for sure. He's uh, uh, he, he put a whooping on everybody this year. I got a, I got a chance to watch every lap that he – well, not every lap. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I walked away from a couple of them <laughs> from the <laughs> spotter stand early. Uh, but uh, I got a chance to watch uh, 99% of the the, uh, the laps that he did out there on the racetrack. And, um, man, he – he put on a clinic. Uh, it was really cool to see. Um, it's it's neat to see anybody have a year like he had. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah. It was reminiscent of uh, of the DJ Kennington dominant era mm-hmm. um, when uh, when he went out there and won seven races. And um, you know, it was uh, it was super cool to uh, to see somebody uh, step up and light the candle the way he, the way that he did. Um, you know, when somebody has a year like that, it inspires a lot of people to sharpen their pencils. Sure. And, uh, you know, there's, there's lots of, uh, lots of excitement in the penny series and, and people want to recreate that, that series for them or that, uh, that, that type of a season for themselves. Right. Um, so it, it, it only elevates the competition level when, when somebody does something like that. And, uh, you know, you look at, uh, the success that he had, uh, you look at the uh, at the the diversity of tracks where he had the, that success, and and uh, you know people definitely need to uh, take note at at how much talent that kid has, and and uh, you know the the team as well. Uh, they they performed uh, flawlessly, and and uh, it's really cool to see. And uh, hats off to GSR, right? To to Glenn Styers and those guys, um, and uh, and that that 
you know, bringing that whole team together. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Without them, they, they by the like by the sounds of it, they weren't going to have the funding to make it to the end. Right, right. And uh, that was so cool. What a to shame see. that would have been. Yeah, what a shame that would have been. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. Uh, but uh, to to see that uh, that whole deal come together um, and and make it to the finish line and and uh, you know be holding that big trophy at the end, it was really cool. How much of a bummer would it be for Mark Antoine Cameron, right? That the, the ninety six car. Uh, the guy who was the champion last year. Yeah, uh, he improves his statistics overall. Yeah, and uh, thinking, you know, wow, we we really stepped up our game. We were champs last year, and this year, uh, Trent Lapsovich did even better than that. Yeah, and uh, ends up walking away with the championship. You know, Mark Antoine wanted it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they, they worked their rear ends off to get it. But they were just a little bit short, and Trenton was just a little bit better. Yep. And uh, th- th- it goes a long way. you got to look at the statistics. The biggest shocker for me this season, when I look back at 2023, was at Oshweekin Speedway. I'm standing in the garage area, just stepped out of the garage, and uh, the sprint cars are on the track, and they're out there practicing to come off. And I turned around. And I thought, man, does that ever look like Trent Lapsovich sitting in that car? Yeah. And uh, he goes like this. And I thought, hmm, I don't know who it is, but I'm going to go. And sure enough, it was Trayton. Yep. That, to me, was honestly the shocker of the year. Yep. I couldn't believe he was in a sprint car. I knew nothing of it yep. until I seen him in it. And uh, I thought, man, is this going to be a show? And that that's how you learn. You, he is so diversified. And uh, the knowledge that he he's like a sponge, that guy. Oh, he is for sure. And uh, yeah, he's he's a sponge. He's a um, he, he's he, he's got the ability to put a car right on the edge, um, but looks super smooth while doing it, you know, and <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool. I, I don't know where he's going to end up next year. I don't know where he's going to end up in five years. But I tell you, it's uh, it, he's he's got a bright future and. Um, what a time for, for Canadian and Ontario motorsports, uh, uh, specifically Ontario. When you look at, at guys like Kyle Steckley and, and you look at, uh, you know, Trayton and, and all the bright spots that we have coming up through and, uh, Trayton's definitely got to be heading, heading that spear up. Oh, absolutely. He and his brother, the two of them, when you get those two guys along with Jeff, yeah. you got to throw Jeff in there cause his expertise Yep. Again, is like right over the top. Yep. Uh, when you get these guys and they, they form that nucleus, uh, the chemistry is just out of this world. Yep, it is 100%. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the Lapsovich family has been such a huge supporter of, of Canadian racing. Um, you know, no, no, better, no better family to see having the success that they are. Yeah, well, we've got uh, the Christmas season is just about in front of us. Uh, kind of got a feeling that we're going to hear something from uh, our buddy. Hey, it's Dave from Quickwick Firestarters here. And on behalf of everybody at Quickwick, we'd like to wish you all at Race Time Radio, viewers and fans, a fantastic holiday season and a very safe and warm 2024. Yeah. We'll see you at the track. That is. And, you know, I got to tell you, uh, I follow along Quickwick on their social media uh, Dave has got something up there. He's got a huge teaser. He says he's got big, big news coming out uh, that everyone is going to win at. So uh, I can't wait, Junior, to find out what that news is. And Dave won't tip it off. He won't tip. He, he nope. won't tell you what it is off air. Nope. You got to learn about it and then talk about it on air. That's what happens, I guess. Yeah. We will find out uh, as soon as possible. We're going to hit a quick break. 
And uh, we'll be back with you in just a couple of moments. Stay with us all live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hey guys, this is Joey Coulter with Driver Fine and the driver of the number 02 Rum Runner Racing Tour Modified, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada, to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. And exclusive podcasts, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. Put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guarantee to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio, uh, our final show of 2023. And uh, we're going to spend a couple of weeks, have the holidays, and uh, then jump right back into it in 2024. First week of January, uh, this show will be back up, but we're going to be shy one guy. Uh, Junior, this is your final show. Uh, you moved away. 
And now you're not going to be able to join us every Sunday night. We are going to miss you. Yeah. yeah no, it's uh, I'll still be a regular appearance here and there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, definitely a little bit different. Going to stay in a about uh, an hour away, right? Yeah. 45 yeah, minute, yeah. 45 minute drive. And, uh, uh, so I'll be, I'll be back and forth, but, uh, I won't be. Uh, well, we'll check in with you. Yeah, I can guarantee you that. Sure. But, uh, from a regular base, you're not going to be here all the time. Yeah. And you have really done an outstanding job on this program, uh, for a lot of years. And I know you stepped away one other time when you moved down south and I would check in with you. Yeah. Uh, and then we got you back. We got you back, and uh, it, it logistically the distance it doesn't uh, make a lot of viability to yeah. uh, put two hours in of driving to end up doing a two-hour show. But uh, uh, just so you know, we're going to miss you on this show. Yeah, well, I'll still be, I'll still, I'll still be kicking. Yeah, around. I'll yeah, be, yeah. It'll be good. But uh, we got lots of uh, lots of cool stuff happening. Um, you know, on the, on the career side and, Mm -hmm. um, working with two speed and, and, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a whirlwind season again (laughs) with, uh, with, you know, spotting and everything else. So I'll still be, I'll still be kicking around. Look back at 2023 for me. Tell me what was your, uh, what was your highlight? What was your highlight of 2000? And what are you going to remember for the rest of your life about 2023? Oh man. That's pretty deep. Yeah, I to be honest with you, it's <laughs> I hate to go negative with this, but it, it was it was honestly one of the the roughest years that I've ever had on the on the competition side. Mm. Um, just simply, it was a it was an extremely tough year with everybody that I spotted for. Really, <laughs> um, did you get was, how many wins did you get? I only got four, I think. Oh, four, four wins? Four wins, yeah. And, and, and the year before, you were getting yeah. a win every time you turned around. Yeah. As a spotter, you uh, – and that's yep. part of the team, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was uh, it was definitely a difficult year this year with uh, with Ranger. Um, you know, it's it's no secret to anybody. It was, you know, an extremely uh, a difficult year with failures and wrecks and – you know the the list goes on and on. Uh, we had a decent year with with Josh Stoddy, um, uh on the APC side, and and on the regular late model side, but uh, uh, kept it out of victory lane uh, somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we, we were beating on the door for a bunch of wins, but uh, a bunch of podiums in there. But uh, um, yeah, it was uh, it was good at the end of the season. You know, got to spend some time with with my buddy Jr. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and won a couple races with him and. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was fun on that side and I got a chance to spot for Lane Zardo. That was cool. Um, you know, a longtime figure in the sport and, and, uh, I got a chance to work with him, but on the same day as that tore my rotator cuff, uh, in, in the grandstand. Peterborough, so. you did have a rough year. You know, <laughs> when a- I think back and look at it, uh, I've got, um, a couple real, uh, real big things that happened in 2023 uh, for Race Time Radio. Of course, the addition of Rev TV Canada that was huge for the competitors across Canada. Uh, that is massive. Uh, Sirius XM has been a corner. Uh, Canada talks. If it wasn't for Canada talks, Joe Thistle, Aaron Papernick, and the whole team at Canada Talks. Uh, short track racing here in Canada would not have the national stage that it has had for the number of years. Uh, and w- the coolest part is it continues for 2024, add in the television part of it, 
And uh, you know what? Short track racing's got to be looking at this going, hey, we're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, uh, just like Trayton uh, has gone down and done a great job and uh, is getting noticed, uh, Race Time Radio stretching out. Uh, and it's not about us. It's not Joe. It's not me. It's not Sue. Uh, well, as we are, so one's putting it together. The true talent are, are the guests that we get on this program, and uh, we just absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, uh, and it, it, that, to me, was huge. Uh, when I look at the competition side, um, uh, one that really stands out is Ricky Warrens. Ricky Warrens has been driving, Rick Warrens has been driving a late model uh, and a modified in all different forms. Yep. For 40, I think it was 41 years, 42 years, without a feature win. And he got his first feature win this year. And it happened at Peterborough Speedway in Autumn Colors. And to me, that was a standout moment. I was so happy for Rick and to have him on the show. And uh, just, just, just amazing. And that, that was uh, amongst a million different standout moments of 2023. That was one that really stands out to me from a competition side and um, to see the successes that everyone has had. And we've had, I believe, all the champions on from across the country, all the predominant uh, champions. And uh, you, you look out on the East Coast and to see everything that has transpired out there. Um, we, we have tried uh, unsuccessfully, but we'll try again in 2024 to get uh, Jason Groves on here. He did win. I believe it was his fourth title out in Newfoundland, out on the rock at uh, at, at uh, Eastbound International Speedway. He is the NASCAR champion. We tried getting him on, but we haven't been able to hook up yet. We will in 2024. Uh, but, you know, good, good on Jason. He got another championship. Oh, they're tough to do. Hundred uh, percent. It's uh, uh, definitely uh, you know when you look at the the eastbound contingent of champions. Mm. Um, there's a bunch that are back to back, and and Jason Groves is leading that uh, leading that pack now, I believe. He is with four, yep. right? That's yep. uh, he, he's leading that pack. Uh, um, I know Wayne Walsh. Wayne Walsh, tough, yep. tough, tough, tough. And uh, I know there's a bunch of youth out there, though, yes, too. They're there right is. stacking up. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, we'll definitely get Jason on. And um, but you know, when you look at the champions from across the board, we had we had we covered the gamut uh, pretty quick in the off season. We sure tried. Um, you know, leading up to this point, and and uh, if you are a champion and you didn't get on, uh, you just got to l- let let us know. Never too late. Contact us. Uh, chances are, if you weren't on, we don't either know about you or couldn't rate you. So uh, don't ever hesitate. Contact Race Time Radio. The whole idea of this program is to highlight Canadian racing and not just Canadian racing. We've got a lot of U.S. partners as well Absolutely. and a lot of U.S. teams. Uh, another huge highlight was being at PRI just uh, last weekend. Uh, and being there with Hoosier Tire and uh, sitting down with Jim Trado. Uh I've known Jim for a long time, uh, but to actually spend some time and sit down and speak with him uh, was just amazing, a bucket list sort of thing. Um, and uh, Nick Monsher from Hoosier Tire, the Hoosier Heroes, we're going to follow them all the way through 2024. And i got to say, the, uh, the voting is all going to open up in August, for that Hoosier Hero program, we need a Canadian in there. And yeah. there's no doubt we have got talent up here. Um, it was maybe a case of 
uh, just uh, exposure. Yeah. And that is our job to expose everything. And uh, we, we got to get a Canadian on that card. Uh, just just an amazing program. Uh, check it out through Hoosier Tire and keep it tuned to race time. You'll find out all about it. But even this weekend, Joe, the Gateway, uh, the big race last night, Brandon Shepard, he goes to Victory Lane, and he is one of those Hoosier heroes uh, wrapping up uh, 2023 with another win. Yeah, it was a wild event last night in the Dome at the Gateway Nationals. Uh, that was definitely cool. But you asked one thing that's going to stand out in my mind and, and, and you know, it, it, until the day that I die. And, you know, the, the one thing that will, and this is a massive positive, um, Steve McCaw, the whole event that oh, transpired man. at Delaware Speedway, yeah. watching the the officials, watching the um, watching the race base, watching the competitor base, watching everybody uh, rush to uh, Steve McCaw's side uh, when he had his uh, medical you know troubles emergency emergency in he in died. in the car yep and uh, um, you know they they brought him. Back to life, they right did. in front of everybody's eyes, and uh, um, you know Steve McCaw not only recovered from that, not only lived to tell the tale, but jumped into a race car and got a feature win in the fall. Yeah. Um, uh, that is the moment to me that will stand out about 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the the list of people that that went into to making that happen mm-hmm. is a tremendous long list. Um, but to me, selfishly, two really good friends of mine, uh, the Verburns, Chris Verburn and, and Rick Verburn, um, they were they were some of the first responders in there. Yeah. Um, as well as uh, Mr. Pelkey and um, just the the list goes on and on. The whole staff at Delaware, the, exactly. They did such a good job. And and the first responders that actually got there and and revived Mr. McCaw. Everything uh, everything that happened in that in that span of you know. 45 minutes uh that was it was a traumatic but yep. it was b rejoiceful and uh and the neat part is the rejoiceful part uh, overrules the the traumatic portion and so if you it was missed cool. if you missed all of that we did have steve mccaw on the program after all of that transpired uh you just go back i believe it was either july or august you'll be able to find it on our youtube channel um, and, and watch that interview. It's truly amazing. Uh, Steve, what a competitor. And uh, just the way that everything worked out, it was a storybook. And you're right. That is one of those defining moments. We're getting dangerously close to the top of the hour. We've got to throw the keys back to Sirius XM, Channel 167, and get you up to date on a quick news highlight package. Takes 90 seconds. And then Junior and I are back for hour number two. And we got some really good guests coming up in hour number two. We got Grant Enfinger coming up. He's going to be behind the wheel of the nine truck next year. He's one happy guy, and he's going to join us just on the other side of this break. And then we're going to go off to Canada's East Coast and bring in Brent Roy. And we'll talk super late models. You're number one out there and uh, the success that was. We'll talk all about it here in hour number two. Uh, we're going to throw it back to you in Toronto. Go ahead, get us up to date, and we will be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. 
and by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 9. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, we're down to one hour left in 2023, our final show of this season. And uh, then we're back with you all live in 2024. We uh, hope you're all ready for Christmas. Now, if you're not and you're looking for gifts and you've got race fans to buy for, I can tell you right now the best possible gift you could buy someone. How about a subscription to Sirius XM Satellite Radio? If you have not got one of those, uh, you want to do that. And if you're buying for somebody... You won't buy them a better gift, I can guarantee you that. Uh, you can also pick up a subscription to Rev TV Canada uh, on the TV side. Uh, that's possible. Uh, Rev TV carried by every provider now, Junior. Yeah. So uh, right across the country, two great gifts that I know for sure would work. And if you're looking for real good stocking stuffers, Quick, quick fire starters. They come in a nice box. You can slide them right in there. Absolutely. You can. They, I know that's the, who Santa uses anyway. Yeah, well, and they, and they fit perfect in the stocking. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They fit great in there. <laughs> uh, speaking of early Christmas gifts, yes. we got that APC schedule that just came out yes, last we week. Kind of cool, isn't it? Definitely a, a good-looking schedule and uh, uh, some definitely some... Uh, uh, some some highlights in there and uh, and hey race length I didn't actually they're see, not on there they're not on there I didn't they, think they were there's been talk and uh, yeah uh, we have not seen the official race length uh, for all those different races yet what are you hoping for longer races do well, you like the hundred lap do you, you like know, the one fit I loved it uh, but how about you where are you heading um I so if, from what I hear there mm-hmm. was a meeting. Um, and just hearing from the people who were there yeah. taking part in the meeting, yeah, yeah. Um, that there's going to be some increased length races, Ooh. even increased from last year. Um, more, more length, more money. Hopefully, right? Yeah, that's, well, uh, kind of has to it, go side by side, I would yeah, think. So they announced last year that the winner of the championship was going to um, get a ride at the Snowball Derby or at the Snowflake Derby. Um, Snowflake, Snowflake one hundred. Oh, okay, there during you go. Derby week. Um, <laughs> you sound like me for a minute. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, of course Kyle Steckley won the championship. Yes, they they're going to take that money that they were going to invest into that mm-hmm. and sprinkle it throughout the field for next year. Oh, cool. So um, yeah, there's there's some really positive news there. Um, yeah, and then and then some increased length races. I don't know what that did looks they, like. Did they talk about the TV package? No, no. not that I have heard. Nothing that you've heard on that. Uh, nope. well, all announcements that'll come out in 2024. Yeah. Um, uh, it it's cool. Yep. They got a lot of good teams. 
a lot of buzz about new teams coming into the series. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what you need, right? You yep. need those guys coming in. Um, it sounds like we got a few competitors, Junior, that are going to be sliding south of the border and doing what Cole Butcher did last year, at least potentially, or just picking up some of those big races down there in ASA and Cars Tour. Um, we got some big things happening next and year. And then we even have some, some rumblings about some guys heading east as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, from, from the Ontario side. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how everything all shakes out. And, and uh, I know one thing, you know, when you look at the regular schedule, um, you know, all the regular players with the APC series get two races other than Peterborough with one race. Um, it will be interesting to see which races get lengthened. Um, and, and, you know, what races stay the same and all those great things. So, um, yeah, no, it's going to be cool. And then as well, um, you know, I got, I got some pretty cool news that I can share here as well. Ooh, good. Fire um, away. With, with two speed, with the, the company that I'm working with, uh, we've hired Dan Lawler. Um, oh, cool. Dan Lawler is going to head up our, our motorsports division, uh, with two speed. So, uh, long time, long time late model competitor and, and all that. So, uh, uh that's, that's a official as of today oh cool now i can see we got uh, brent roy up now i know we got uh, grant enfinger supposed to be up at 605 but you know what i am going to grab brent while we got him and uh we can get grant maybe we'll, we'll see if this all works out but while we've got brent roy uh what do you say we bring him up after a successful year number one the inaugural season for the super late model series in Eastern Canada. What's going on tonight there, Brent? How you doing? I'm doing well, guys. Uh, busy weekend here with uh, with the kids and making homemade pizza and getting ready for Christmas and all that stuff, but uh, with a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so work never stops around here, that's for sure. That's right. Now you got the tree up. Uh, all that part of it is all done, right? It's all the baking and the food end of it firing up now. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. We've had the tree up for, geez, I don't know. What's the date now? Probably a little over a month. Um, it's uh, it's been up for a while. Last year we were really late, so I said, you know what, we're going to put it up early. And we're going to, you know, soak it all in because you know the kids are six and three now. Yeah. So you only get so many of those years. You know, you only get a handful of those years. So you got to make the best of it. Hey, tell me about it. I look across the uh, the, the desk here, and I'm looking at uh, 36 years of my life, and it goes by extremely quick. Um, but hey, listen, you uh, had a plan uh, last year, uh, you and uh, the guys, uh, Wayne Smith and uh, Robbie out in uh, Oyster Bed Speedway and uh, Bunchy has put a plan together and you guys activated it. And what a season uh, that it, it, it came together spectacular with great car counts, some incredible competition uh congratulations that's uh, i guess where i'm heading with this one brent uh, congratulations to you and absolutely everybody on your team that was amazing yeah thanks a lot it uh it was a lot of fun to uh like you said execute um what we uh what we set out to do um wasn't with some growing pains here and there but that's that's with everything right um we had a small but mighty team that uh, worked 110%, you know, gave it 11 tenths every, every single time we hit the racetrack. And um, it, it really showed in, in our product, um, you know, going into day one, I was a little nervous with, uh, you know, you don't often ever show that, but um, <laughs> I was a little nervous with, you know, having 28 cars on the ground, 
<clears throat> and half of them have not raced under my management before and, and you know, how I operate a race and whether that's going to go well or not, or however that's going to go. Right. So, um, we, uh, we hit the ground running. First race was great. Everybody, you know, got the lay of the land, so to speak. And we just kept the ball rolling from there. And, uh, my biggest thing that I set out with to begin with was, uh, showing each race team, the thanks and respect for being at whatever event we were at, whether it was at my track at 660 or Petty or Oyster Bed, um, but just making sure that they knew I was thankful that they were there and, uh, you know, each and every time. And those, uh, you know, 100 pennies make a dollar. A racer will save, you know, three pounds 10 times to save 30 pounds. But, you know, I've, I've always said, you know, it's those little tiny details that go go the longest. So we tried to pinpoint those as much as we could you know how you get real good at something brent you make mistakes and i know i've done many of them uh and you grow and that's how it uh that that that's how it all happens and you didn't make many mistakes from my eyes uh we were watching and uh if you were making some boobs uh they were behind the scenes and everybody uh, uh worked away with it because uh from where we stood junior you can attest to this I didn't see any. No, exactly. It's uh, uh, you know, it's uh, it's really interesting, right? It's uh, from from your point, you probably felt like you, you you made fifty mistakes, but it's just like a singer on stage, right? If if they change the tune a little bit and they feel like they messed up, you can't tell from the audience, and and that's the nicest part is that from from the outside looking in. Um, it, it was a, a phenomenal showing, and it was it was uh, a great kickoff inaugural year um, for everything. And uh, I think you guys built a heck of a foundation, and uh, you know definitely hats off to you, Brent. Um, it was it was phenomenal from our side. I do have a listener question. Um, uh, Freddie Bannister uh, shot a message over, and he said, "I was wondering if you can ask a question to Brent during the podcast." Um, uh, if he was wondering if the um, SLMS will ever try a race at Riverside Speedway, love the racing at all the tracks, great car count and wicked racing. Keep it up, guys. That's from Freddie. So uh, if you could address that, that'd be great. Yeah, that's uh, that's been a common thread. But uh, just um, going back to your comments there, real quickly, appreciate it. Um, we uh, like I said, we we try our best to to put the best product on the track and, and be the best for our fans and be the best for our race teams. So, um, you know, from the outside looking in to get the feedback that we've had where it's, you know, obviously uh, pretty positive. Yes. There was a lot of uh, growing pains in the background and, and this and that. And uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun to work through those. Um, and it's, it's more rewarding now looking back, people said, you know, like yourself saying, man, you guys had a phenomenal year. I don't think anything went wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, if you saw the notes in my phone that I walked away from each racetrack with that, like, oh, we need to fix this. We need to fix this. We need to fix this. Um, but that's how you get better. And and going back to your point, senior, that like you have to make those mistakes. When, when I raced, I had a theory or I always kept saying you, you learn by breaking shit. And, you know, as long as you do that and you know why it broke yeah find out why it was bad or find out why it broke and fix it and that's how you get better you know um oftentimes i would ask people fans or whoever they're like man you guys got a good thing going i'm like 
what what do you not like? What can we make better? You know what I mean? So that, that's how you gain. So um, as far as a Riverside deal, that was a, a hot button topic all from, geez, I don't know, July onward this year. So um, it's, uh, I'm not going to say no. You know, you don't know what the future holds. Um, we have our schedule locked in for 2024, um, much the same as 2023. It's a great thing. You don't need to, uh, you know, spread ourselves too thin. Um, oftentimes, uh, businesses or organizations or, or people will um, spread too thin, too quick without getting refined. And and one of the things that's built into the DNA of our series is that it's not, you know, 20 races over the whole summer. It's, right. it's six races. Um, you know, where that ceiling is in the future, I don't know, seven, maybe eight, but eight's kind of pushing it. I Who think. knows, um, right? Right. What the market the, demands is what you'll do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, one of the positive things that our race teams keep saying is that, you know, they can go for a championship and they can still also go do other things. So it's um, that's kind of where we're at and that's what it's built, built on. And now with Easy Clean coming on board as title sponsor, that's uh, propelling us for the next three years. So it should be uh, should be a lot of fun. I was just about to allude to that. Uh, Santa Claus came uh, and landed, but uh, you guys worked awful hard, and now you've got a title sponsor. That's got to be huge for not only the organization, the race teams have got to take note to that. And uh, uh, do, do you have a breakdown? Not that we're looking for it tonight. But have you got a breakdown on what that support is going to look like for the teams? Is it going to be uh, ups? Is it going to is it going to make a difference for the teams? Um, the the biggest thing for well to start with it was uh, it was a lot of months worth of uh, back and forth and picking and prodding and and uh, well timed emails I'll say and and uh, just you know coming to a, a mutual agreement of what would be beneficial for both parties and and. Um, like I said, we've we've got a good foundation of things going, and now that this next step will keep us, you know, going the right way. So um, it it'll help a lot of operational cost wise. Mm-hmm. You know, the first year to get things going, you know, I personally incurred a lot of costs that you know behind the scenes nobody realizes or knows, and um, so it'll it'll help with stuff like that. Um, it'll help with like equipment and personnel and and whatnot, um, but. Um, you know, as far as what it's uh, what it's going to go directly to the drivers yet, we, we haven't totally planned all that stuff out, but it's uh, it's in the works. So, uh, not promising uh, anything. Um, you know, for twenty twenty four, we might not see anything change uh, that way uh, to begin with. But as it rolls on down the road of this three year deal, um, and and hopefully beyond. You know that that could uh, that could be established. We're with Brent Roy tonight. He is Speedway Six Sixty. He's also the uh, Super Late Model Series. Sorry, what is it? The Super Clean, Easy Clean, Easy Clean, Easy Clean. Easy I'm clean, sorry about that. Model. I haven't got it in front of me, but uh, uh, we'll get you Brett, the new logo. Brett has got hats. Uh, he's got many hats on, and uh, they've done a tremendous job of the series, and it's looking good for 2024. I got to ask you, there again, haven't got the two schedules in front of me. Is there any kind of conflict with uh, the Pro Stock Tour this year? I know there was some overlapping trouble in 2023. Was that addressed for 2024? And I got to ask you, how's the relationship between you and the tour? Because I know 
the tour comes through Speedway 660. You guys are somewhat one whole big happy family out there. How is the uh, relationship? Everything looking good? Uh, yeah, for sure. It, it's uh, We all work together. It's... Um... It's an interesting dynamic for sure because there's some there's some events that uh, you know they come in and you're playing host to them and then there's other events that you go and you do your own thing you know there's um, with the schedules a lot of people I, I say this all the time that people say well just release your dates and it's that's not how it works you, you got to talk to 700 different people and mark the calendar and then erase it and change it and I didn't think of this or I didn't think of that or whatever the case so. It's uh, the schedule was something that I've, I've personally been working on since August. Like this, this year's race t- race schedule wasn't even done, and we were working on next year. So, at this moment, like the tour doesn't have their schedule out. Um, but uh, as far as the best of my knowledge, we don't have any overlaps. Um, if we do, as bad as it's going to sound to say, it, it's going to be on their end because <laughs> we have our six dates out, um, and they're all dates that. You know, we raced last year. Um, we right. changed one thing towards the end of the year. Um, we found a big gap between August and September wasn't good for the overall health. And so we addressed that. But, um, yeah, it's it's looking like it's going to be a really great year. A lot of teams excited about it. And um, we're excited to go to uh, Speed Sport East in Moncton to uh, unveil uh, a couple new things there. And, um you know, get the season kicked off. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, how exciting would it be for those race teams? Hopefully there's no conflict, and they could run legitimately for two championships out there. Uh, that that would kind of be off the hook, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd probably be the first time that would be possible, I think. Um, you know, I don't know how far of a region you got to go to where that's going to be a non-conflicting, you know, possibility. But, right. you know, if somebody wanted to double down and do that, that's certainly, uh, certainly possible. And then, you know, you got your open shows too. You got Speed Weekend, um, which this past year was phenomenal. We had Stuart Friesen there with uh, raising some money for Vivo Autism Therapy here in New Brunswick. And um, you get the Mike Stevens Memorial in September too. So a lot of big money, a lot of, uh, a lot of big things on the line. And uh, we're, we're working on that side of things too. So. Like you said, I'm wearing a lot of hats, and um, my uh, my order for 2024 of just I like just wearing a blank gray hat. I had to find yeah. this one, but um, that order hasn't come in yet. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Hey, just so you know, there is a ton of buzz not only here in the province of Ontario, but even further west uh, for the IWK 250 for the uh, Fredericton race at Speedway 660, the iconic 250s again at Halifax. Uh, they're, they're huge races, they're big dollar races, and there's a lot of prestige. They are going from regional races, but they're going to go national. You can see it coming, and that's a testament to the work that all of those tracks do, yourself included, to build those events into something that is even bigger than it was originally intended, probably. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, what, what I'm trying to work on, and, and I have a few partners in place already that I haven't announced yet. And I'm not I'm not going to give you guys a scoop tonight because we're, we're waiting to the new year. I tend to do that. Denver makes fun of me a lot that, uh, you know, I'll just slip something in on one of these shows. But yeah. uh, we've got a couple partners signed for Speed Weekend already that, uh, you know, we're, we're still working with a couple others. Uh, but just 
the biggest thing that I find with one of those events, you know, I, I don't have my hand in the IWK 250. I don't have my hands in the one in Petty or, or, you know, the one in Scotia, but I try to watch them as closely as I can or, or any other races for that matter to see what, you know, what, what's going on and what's benefiting. And for this coming year, for 2024, the biggest thing that I'm trying to focus on is not the race, you know, because because this past year we had a phenomenal race. And, and sometimes you go to an event, three day event with a concert and all this stuff. And the overall event is great. And then the race, the very like nucleus of the of the event right. can be kind of ho-hum. And it's it was a great event, but the race was OK. This past year, we had a phenomenal event and we had a phenomenal race, probably one of the best in recent times. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, you know, R250 was probably the best race of, of the calendar year here in the Maritimes. And I, I will challenge anybody to that. Um, you know, you had a green, white checkered with three, four guys that could win $15,000 like that. Right. Yeah. And then Dave Oglinas goes 21 years between wins and, uh, and takes it, which is, which was really cool. So, um, but so that was really fun. So we know that product is good. What we're trying to work on is is focusing on the atmosphere and the overall event and and those things to do while you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're really working on that. There's some facility improvements that we're trying to get in place as well um, to you know make things better and easier for sponsors, fans, and race teams all in the same. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see how that goes and just need some uh, some more partners to kind of step up and help us out but really excited for uh, for where that's moving for sure love to see it on live radio that would be kind of cool i know i yeah, keep pushing yeah. on you but uh, hey everything comes in due time but you have done an amazing job trust me when you have what you consider the perfect event uh, or, or a nightmare event oh man that was a terrible one those are the ones the fans love and those are the ones that, uh, man, I'll tell you what, they're, they, fans love it, and they'll be your biggest nightmare. But uh, they, they'll keep coming back. Uh, guarantee it. Just get another bottle of Tylenol. I should have sent you that yeah. for Christmas uh, because uh, it, you know you're doing a good job when you're looking for the Tylenol. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, you know, if, if you kind of go home at the end of the night and you got a headache and you're wore out, you know, you had a pretty good event and uh, – you know, knock on wood, we had some pretty good events and I didn't have a whole lot of headaches at the end of it. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of changing the script a little bit on that because yeah. it kind of goes back to, you know, how you treat the teams. And, and, and you know, one of the things with, with my super late model races is I make sure that I see each race team at least once, if not twice on race day, no matter what, um, you know, what, through practice or whatnot. We have a driver's meeting early. You know, so I make sure that I do my rounds after that to to see if they had any questions from that because some guys don't like to speak up in a crowd or yeah. whatever the case, or even if it's just to stop in to make fun of them or whatever. You know, it's um, th- those are the biggest things. But because of that clear, open line of communication, I-, I find that everything just runs smoother and better. And you know, usually if a race team has an issue with somebody, it's another race team and they just deal with it, and that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amazing. Hey, uh, congratulations on all the successes this year. Thanks for the time on race time because we leaned on you pretty hard this year. And I know we're (laughs) going to lean on you hard next year. You've got a bunch more announcements and we'll have lots to talk about in January, February, March, leading up to uh, the big show. And uh, we, we genuinely look forward to it. 
Have a Merry Christmas to you and your family, uh, to absolutely everyone at Speedway 660. And uh, we look forward to getting you back on here in 2024. Sound good? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's always a ball. It's uh, it's a lot of fun to catch up with you guys. It, uh, I try to, my best to keep plugged into what's going on up there in Ontario and and uh, and everywhere else because, like I said, we, we look everywhere to see you know where the trends are going, what's going on, what's working, what's not working, um, and uh, what people are uh, praising or complaining about one or the other. So, uh, no, really appreciate it, guys. Always love uh, coming on here and hanging out with you guys for a little bit, and uh, you know, look forward to next year. And as those announcements roll in, I'll, I'll give you guys heads up, and uh, we'll uh, we'll go from there. So, like I said, I, I got some speed weekend stuff that uh, I've, I've already kind of put pen to paper on some of it um and working on some others so hopefully uh hopefully that can uh come along here shortly i was hoping junior we were going to be able to squeeze one or he'd just drop one out but he didn't tonight well he kind of did well, a little bit when you think bit. about it when you think about it he alluded to the fact that he's got some sponsor announcements to yeah come out for, for speed weekend so that is i mean denver you can poke fun at him a yeah. little bit because he did let a little bit slip out and I think that people can read between the lines. That usually means that it's going to, you know, up the ante a little bit. It's going to be, uh, you know, so he did He did kick the door open a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we can put our fingers between the door jam and, and pry it open a little bit. Yeah, it we, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like this. Yeah. When you sit on, you know, when you when you when you're getting grilled and you yeah. say no comment. Yeah. That comment's louder than than saying what it is. Than saying what you should. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Brent kind of already did that. I'm sorry, man, but uh, <laughs> we we did extrapolate some out of that interview, anyways. So I know you were trying not to give us anything. You should have just shut up and not said it. You know, <laughs> that's the way it goes. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of part of it, though. You know, you want to give uh, uh, a little bit of uh, kind of unlock the door and a little peek. But we can't kind of see the whole thing yet. So, All right. like I said, we're, we're still working on some things, but uh, we're definitely going to have a better year next year than we did uh, this past year. But that doesn't mean this past year was wasn't absolutely awesome. So, oh, absolutely, um, you know, if if I can get everything, if all the puzzle pieces that are floating up in the air can yeah. come down to the right spots, we're going to have a pretty monstrous twenty twenty four. So, we'll uh, we'll see. You want to believe it? Have a merry Christmas. Appreciate it, guys. Take care, speed safely, and uh, happy holidays. That is Brent Roy, Speedway 660, and the Easy Clean Super Late Model Series out in Eastern Canada. Fantastic job, Junior. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, super cool. <clears throat> super cool. Uh, Easy Clean is a great Canadian company. Yes, you know they uh, they make pressure washers and and uh, those types of things. Heated pressure washers. I, I the first time I seen an Easy Clean pressure washer was in a was in a great big farm shop when I was working for uh, Certified Labs, mm-hmm. and uh, I seen one of their pressure washers and it looks like it's made from you know outer space. <laughs> um, but uh, quality um, equipment, man, wicked looking stuff, and uh, and tr- a, a true Canadian company. You know, supporting a, a, a a great Canadian series and um, love seeing that it's uh, it's really positive and and uh, you know good on them for for attracting that and and uh, you know it, it's a product that's not just sold in the Maritimes it's sold across the country so yeah. uh, great uh, great on them and and uh, good job for for Brent and his entire team you want to believe it we're gonna hit a quick break here on race time radio when we come back we're gonna talk NASCAR craftsman truck series with the driver the number nine 
You don't know who the number nine is? You're about to find out on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hey, race fans, this is Nick Moncher, head of marketing for Hoosier Racing Tire, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM. Well, dear Santa, anything I've ever asked for you. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Nothing connects like country music. Music. Dig in to Sirius XM's Country Universe. The next generation on the highway, Channel 56. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Logano will set his sights on a championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shoved him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. (laughs) NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. Tonight, our season finale, uh, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. And we will be back with you all live on January the 7th. That's Sunday, January the 7th at 5 p.m. Eastern. And we will kick off, I believe it is our 18th season of Race Time Radio uh, all nationally, of course, on Sirius XM and on Rev TV Canada Going to be a big old year in 2024. Uh, we got a lot of nuggets coming out, right? We got a lot of schedules dropping and uh, a lot of information flying. Of course, uh, when we look at the new year, everyone gets revved up for speed weeks and uh, all the action that'll take place at Volusia County Speedway and uh, New Smyrna Speedway, the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. That is going to be right up there when we come back to the new year. Uh, we're going to get Ryan Stevens on this show and start the discussions out, and we'll get those competitors. The list of uh, competitors, Junior, for Speed Weeks always starts right around that January mark. The list starts building, and it becomes a phenomenal list. I get a feeling this year is going to be bigger than the last 10 years. 
Yeah, I well, I was talking to a competitor that's actually headed down there just yesterday. Um, talking to Norm Newman. Oh, right. Um, talking to the eleven uh, modified. Yep. Uh, he's getting all ready and geared up. Uh, you know, he he had a disastrous speed week last year. Yeah. Uh, didn't have the results that he wanted. He only got on a track. Lot, though, right? Yeah, only got on track a couple of times. Uh, had some difficulty motor wise. Had some difficulty uh, getting getting on track. And and uh, uh, he said it was a tough one. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but definitely learned a lot. Same deal. Um, mm-hmm. They're going going back with uh, a much better piece, and uh, you know, gonna gonna go for some redemption uh, with the with the tour type modifieds, and and uh, you know, uh, the talked to him yesterday. Uh, he he ordered some stuff, and and we got talking about uh, Speed Week, and and uh, he's he's guns ablazing. He's ready to go for this oh, one. Yeah. So um, yeah, so it should be interesting. Um, do you think that it's going to be bigger from the competitor base? I I don't think that it's going to I think that we've seen more Canadians go to Speed Week in the past than what we're going to see this year. I don't think so. No. I, and the only reason why I even say that and yeah. I have no clue. I haven't seen any pre-registrations or anything like that. The reason I say that is when you look at the participation of the teams that were at the Snowball Derby uh, that weekend, yep. and when you take a look at the results, and back to what we talked about with Trayton Lapsevich, um, and, and you see the success, there are going to be Canadians now that are looking at how things unfolded with that particular event, yeah. and they may look at it and say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to be so far out. I'm going to give this a shot. See, and myself, yeah. of course, you know, we don't have to agree on everything no. on this show. <laughs> I, I think I think that... Um, because of the involvement that we've seen at the Nashville race, the Winchester race, the the Derby, um, I, I think that we're going to see less Canadian involvement across the all the different divisions for Speed Week. But I think you're going to see more Canadian involvement at some of the bigger races that aren't the atypical travel to races. I get you. So I, get you. So like, I think that like Taylor Holdaway, right? Holdaway would go down to Nashville uh, and, and maybe take a swing at some of those instead yeah. of doing speed weeks. Yeah. He'll maybe take a swing at some of those. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, think that, that, well, there's some merit in that. You know, I think that the money races. So, no. so speed week, you don't go there for the money. No speed week. You go exposure. there so that you can get exposure so that you can run a bunch in, in a short amount of time. Um, and sharpen your pencil for the next season. Look at Nicholas Noggle. Right, he's been doing it now. now. He's the type of guy that will wow. be at Speed Week. I, he will. I, I, I you know, would yep. just about guarantee that you're going to see Nicholas Noggle there. Yep. Um, I, I wouldn't doubt that you see, um, you know, a few Canadian guys in late model. Um, you know, sprinkled through super late model and pro late. I wonder when Jake Hooker is going to do it. His dad, uh, I, I would Hooker. love to see Jake Hooker down there. Yeah, he would do a phenomenal job. And I wouldn't doubt it's coming. I, I one of these doubt, days. I, I wouldn't doubt that. I, I agree with you. I don't know whether you would see Jake Hooker though in a late model at New Smyrna or a dirt late model at Volusia. So I think <laughs> I think got you got a better shot at or. seeing. I think you got a better shot at seeing Jake Hooker in a dirt late model at Volusia. Well, it, okay. If you look at Kirk Hooker, his yep. dad, Jake's dad, yep. he was an accomplished dirt guy. Yep. He was uh, it, it, the asphalt side of Kirk Hooker uh, was definitely not a strong suit. It was in later in life. Yep, yep. But it wasn't off the bat. He was Mister Dirt. Yeah, absolutely. And when he, when Speed Weeks would come up, did you see Kirk over at Volusia County? No, you see him. Nope. At, at, he was exactly. at. Yeah, and it was a big competitive field. So. Yep. It, that part of it, 
and I don't know why. One day we're going to have to get Kirk on this show and ask him why he did it like that. Yeah. There will be a reason why, um, because the competition at Volusia County, too, off the hook. Yeah, absolutely. Off the hook. I think that the the, the guys seeing the co- the competition level at the money races now, though, mm-hmm. Um like you know, you you look throughout the season, and there's some big money late model races that that happen from you know from the spring to the to the late fall. Um, you know the Red Bud 300, the Glass yes. City 200. Yeah. Um, you know the Slinger Nationals, the the you know races like that. Yep. Um, I think you're going to see more Canadian involvement at races like that. Um, and and sprinkled over time less at at Speed Week because really the cost to do in Speed Week. Right, you you know is is kind of the equivalent of doing two or three money races. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, for, but you're for there. It's one here. toe, right? You go down. Exactly. It's one toe. Yep. If you damage, if you wreck out, it, it's going to be an expensive week. It's going to be an expensive week anyway. Yeah. Uh, because you're tiring every night. You're doing all of that stuff. Yep. And a lot of wear and tear. I know uh, some guys would go down and they would have as much wear and tear. On their equipment as if they ran a full season up here. Exactly. And, you know, uh, nine of those nights is the same as nine of these nights up here. Exactly. Only New Smyrna Half Mile Speedway. You were hard on it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when something happens, it happens big at New Smyrna. And let's face it, right now, with the interest rates where they're, where they're sitting, with the, the dollar value where it's sitting, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's a bunch of things stacked against the uh, the, uh, That's the, true. the Speed Week model right now. Is uh, You know, it, it costs you 30% more right now to go than it did in years I, past. There was years it, I would wild. go to Speed Weeks, and they, I was, it was 50 cents on exactly. the dollar. Yep. It was crazy. But I never missed it, right? For 21 years yep. in a row, I was uh, at New Smyrna Speedway. Yep. I'd love to be back there again this year. D- next year. It just may happen. Yep. We'll see. We'll see how it all unfolds. I uh, hope. I hope. By by all accounts, I hope that there's 30 Canadians in, in, in the late model f- field down there. Right. And I, I hope that there's a pile of of, uh, of modifieds and all that great stuff. But You want to um, see how you stack up to yeah. go to the, the 400 here and the, the big races? Yep. Go to Speedway. Go to Speed Week, take your equipment there, and see how you stack up against uh, – because the best are going to be there on the big events at uh, during Speed Weeks at New Smyrna Speedway. You have all the heavy hardware from across North America rolling in the back gate at that baby. Yep. When it's the 100 lappers uh, uh, and the same thing with the modifieds. Uh, I know when I was at Indy just uh, last weekend and sitting there talking to Matt Hirschman. Uh, he yeah. can't wait. He can't wait to get out there. Joey Coulter, another one. Uh, Joey Coulter's going to do big things this year in a modified. Absolutely. Yeah, he's running the Smart Modified Tour. He's going to oh, do yeah. a bunch of Whelan All-American or Whelan Modified Series uh, Tour-type uh, races, and then he's also going to do some big races by the sounds of it, like the Turkey Derby and and a bunch of the uh, the North South Shootout. And yeah, you're going to see you're going to see Joey Coulter in a lot of stuff. And him and Harold Holly. Yeah, Those it'll be really guys, interesting. They've yep. been together forever. Yep. And uh, what an awesome duo those two guys are for a team. Watch for Joey Coulter, that zero two machine. Uh, he's going to be at Speedweeks, talking with Joey at yep. Indy, and uh, definitely uh, we'll get him on the show before then. And uh, we've we got to keep a look on that entry list and see how it all looks. Yeah, for sure. I know that if you check out the New Smyrna um, 
Facebook page. They're launching about three a day right now um, uh, of of people who are entering, um, you know, uh, enter like filing their entry form for the World Series. Yeah. Um, you know, there it it's not. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason for uh, what uh, what type of car. You know, they're they're it, as they file in, whether it be a pro late model, whether it be a six hundred two modified, whether it be a truck. Um, there's they're basically filing as they as they go and um you know already you've got uh you know names like uh, uh tony elrod and um you know you you scroll down through the list uh, garcia usually ends up at that event yep. uh, all the uh, all the big guys todd cornwall um yeah yeah there's when you don't scroll down through the list there's uh probably about 35 that have already announced isn't so, that uh connor sutton will be back yeah, mm-hmm. connor sutton he he lit the lamp last year uh he ran really good and um mike skinner's teams will be there he likely yeah, i wouldn't doubt gonna, gonna see them and um, that's in his backyard ronnie silk has already announced that he's gonna be oh, back really in the modified yeah and perfect uh jack baldwin as well um you know uh tony baldwin's uh um tommy baldwin's um Kin, yep. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. It's. It, I tell you what, it's gonna be a wicked, wicked speed week once again. Um, there's gonna be a great car countdown, and there. we will be able to preview all of it uh, in the new year. We're gonna hit our final break, and I'm gonna get a hold of uh, Grand Enfinger and tell him, "Okay, nine, get on here," uh, and he will join us on the other side of the break. Stay with us, all live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. I'm John Roberts from Speed in the Hub. You're listening to Race Time Radio. We're having redneck Christmas with traditional possum. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Iconic Games. 43 points for Stephen Curry. The Golden State Warriors have recaptured home court. One of the best players in the league requesting a trade. The Suns and the Heat are among the two teams Durant has on his wish list. And saying goodbye to one of the greatest players that ever lived. The passing of NBA legend Bill Russell today at the age of 88. If you missed our top 10 NBA stories of 2022 with Frank Isola and Mitch Lawrence, hear it anytime with the SXM app. Just search NBA Radio. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music. Influences. Collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown, with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, 
You can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Andy Gadish, Nova Scotia. I want my If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. Welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. We are back with you live. Junior, it's time. Is it time? Oh, yeah. Santa Claus has. Hey, um, I got to say, both of us, Junior and I both got to thank... Mears Racing. Have a look at this. Isn't that a beautiful sweatshirt? Uh, Corey Mears. Uh, of course, the number 72 out on Canada's West Coast. Corey and his family, uh, they're all involved in racing. And uh, uh, we got to thank Corey. He sent us a couple of hoodies, uh, one for me, one for you. Uh, we will definitely, Corey, wear them proudly. Look forward to getting you back on the show to find out what the plan is. Uh, the blue paint will be uh, probably not even dry yet on those 40 race cars that they prepare. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was surprised that the, that the hoodies were black. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing. It's, I, I figured that you everything. You thought they'd be blue. I figured everything in the Mirrors gang was blue. <laughs> it, but uh, no, beautiful hoodie. Uh, thank you very much for that, uh, Corey and the gang, uh, Brody, and the whole, the whole, the whole mess of them. Yes, um, I look forward to getting them on the show. Uh, Saratoga has got their schedule out. I know Penticton Speedway on BC. Fully scheduled up, ready to go. And tickets are on sale, I might add. Uh, great Christmas gift ideas, BC, right out there on the West Coast. Why do you say we get to the Zoom line and welcome in our final guest of 2023 with some great news. He just about won the championship in the NASCAR Camping World. Nope. NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. I really struggle with that. It is Grant Enfinger. What's going on tonight there, Grant? How are you, buddy? I'm all good. Uh, good to talk to you again, Joe and Joe. Hey, so, buddy. N- nice to uh, to be the final guest of the of the year, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was huge news, Grant. That champion power equipment uh, number nine is going to be on the track at Daytona. Uh, uh, I can't tell you how refreshing that was to hear that you had a deal solidified and you're going to go for it again. Yeah, it's uh, it's been been done for a little while, but but we just announced it earlier this week, and just uh, really really excited about about the future and, and what's to come. Um, I drove for for Cody and in the Grant County Mulch family um, a couple years ago, and and ever since then uh, we've been talking about this and kicking this around, and uh, the the way it lined up though uh, a few months ago to where we could just put all the partners together. Make make all the ends meet uh, to to have everything we needed performance wise. Um, such a such a big commitment from 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 everybody, um, from from Cody and and Larry and, and Janie. Everybody that's that's part of the Grant County Mulch family has put in such a commitment to do this and do this the right way. And we've we've been able to to build it into uh, to, to what we vision. So um, it's it's pretty exciting stuff. 
Um, got my old buddy Jeff Stankowitz on the pit box for me. It's it's been a few years uh, since me and him have worked together, but but we've won an ARCA championship together. Won my my first ever uh, truck race uh, with, with Jeff on on the pit box, and um, have a have a ton of respect for that guy, and and uh, very very pleased to to know that that he'll be leading our team this year. And uh, Michael Sheldon, who who I've known forever, who has uh, run Turner Motorsports, run Athenian Motorsports. Um, he's he's a, another Alabama guy. Um, he's going to be our general manager. And our, our boss, um, we, we've got, got some other key personnel that, that I've brought along with me as well. And, um, just really excited about, about the future and, um, you know, taking, taking something that was, you know, it, when we raced there a couple of years ago, they, they, they had good stuff. They didn't have the whole package. Um, and I feel like with, with all these partners coming on board with, with our support from Chevrolet, everything that we're doing, we're going to be the complete package. And, um, yeah, I think, I think some people were surprised that to hear the move to, to CR7 Motorsports, but, um, I'm extremely excited about it. Extremely uh, excited to, to bring champion power equipment along with me. And, um, and yeah, just, just uh, excited to, to get things going, Joe. Grant, that's what it takes, right? It has to be everything going together and not always. Uh, is that possible? And not always is that what you see in the garage area. But Grant, you are the kind of guy that um, you're going to be behind the wheel and so many people surrounding you. But if you don't have the right people surrounding you, it's a tough deal. Uh, CR7 Motorsports had vehicles, but really they didn't have a cement guy like you. They didn't have Jeff. Uh, they didn't have, like putting all of it together now. It is going to be so interesting uh, to see the progression uh, of you guys in that number nine Chevrolet. It's going to be cool to see. Um, I think back, and it was a couple of years ago, right, that you piloted that number nine truck. And if I can remember correctly, Grant, you come home with a top 10 finish. Yeah, we, we had some good runs. Um, we, we, we had one top five run in there and, um, I, I believe I drove, drove nine races that year. And, um, I, I've been friends with, with Cody for a long time for, for eight or nine years. And, and ever since then, when, when I, when I drove for him, which was a, a special time as well, cause, cause I, I asked for that as a, as a favor from our friendship one time. <laughs> and then it kind of morphed into, to where I did nine races with him. Um, ever since that time, you know, we, we've become closer and, and we've, we've we've like i said kicked around this idea i didn't know it was going to be possible and there was a few times that i think both of us would tell you that, that we kind of gave up on it um you have to sell everybody else on this as well like it, it's just not a matter of of, of me jumping over there and, and everybody else is going to get on board right like we have to sell and, and we have to make sure these partnerships work um you know a big one was was on the chevrolet side um, we have to sell them on the fact that, hey, we're going to have the right stuff. We're going to have the right bodies from, from Jerry Painter. We're going to have the right measurements tools. We're going to have the right, the right engineer. We're going to have, we're going to be able to utilize the tools that Chevrolet can give us. Um, that's something CR7 Motorsports hasn't had in the past. They haven't had a way to, to utilize the sound that the GM, um, can provide for us. So, so we had to, you know, it, it's easy for us to have these, these hopes and dreams and say, hey, look, Look what it will look like, but but now that it's coming together, um, we've got Dan Tamani, who's, who's been an engineer for me for for almost five years. He he came over uh, with me. That was a, a huge key to to putting all this together. And um, I've never been on this side of things really. Um, I've 
I've roughed it with the small teams and doing the stuff myself and all way back when. And, and for the last, you know, eight or 10 years, I've, I've been with, with major teams that kind of had all this stuff in place and, and I plugged in as a driver. So this deal is a, is a little bit different. I, I've been kind of working behind the scenes on, on putting a lot of this stuff together. And, and, uh, there, there's a good friend of mine that, that's kept me racing for, for a long time. And his name is John Loper. He's, he's been able to, to, to put a lot of these, you know, race deal is for me in, in the past, but he's also been very instrumental in, in uh, making sure it works for everybody, making sure it works for, for everybody at CR7, for me, for Champion Power Equipment. And, and um, yeah, that's, uh, it, it just, it, it's a lot to, to do. It's, it's kind of easy to talk about it and easy to dream about it. And it's, uh, it's a lot harder to do. And, and we're not, we've, we've, we've almost got everybody in place. You know, we've, we've got some big, big you know things checked off our list but there is a lot of work in front of us and um i just can't tell you how excited i am about it and 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 being part of of building something like this grant uh uh you know there's there's a list uh you know a, a short list if you will in the sport of of uh of drivers that uh, have have bet on themselves and and you know uh really taken taken the the bull by the horns and 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 you know really stepped up to the plate and and done you know what you are doing right now and and a big a, a big one that stands out to me um you know is is the the Stuart Haas relationship right the Haas had a team for a long time and uh you know they they spent a bunch of money and they they raced and they were there uh but really their turning point was when Tony Stewart stepped in in through the front door uh, and that started a trickle effect of of new people coming in, new sponsors coming in, and and that turned that organization into a very successful racing organization. And and I see, you know, it, it's easy it, it's easier for us to give you a pat on the back than it is for yourself to give yourself a pat on the back. But when we're looking at it from the outside, I see all the workings of that exact same model working with with you and this race team. Um, and and that's got to be exciting for you as a driver because it's got your DNA on it. It, it. I know there's a million people that 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 it takes to make it happen, and it's not just you. But that being said, it's got your DNA on it because without you, it doesn't attract you know X, Y, and Z. Um, and uh, uh, when I when I look at it, it's uh, it's kind of the the start of something really special in the truck series. And and uh, and I, I think that uh, I think that you guys have definitely got a powerhouse situation uh, once you guys get off the ground. Joe, I appreciate that. That that means a lot. And, and yeah, it it is. It's um. There's a lot that goes into it. I, I feel like I, I see the potential, and I've seen the potential since since uh you know uh, a few months ago. And I, I feel like some other people now that we've uh, we've been able to attract you know some of the some of the quality guys that are that are there with us now are, are seeing it. But uh, I, I still feel like some of some of the fans, some of the, some of the other people may not understand until we get. A few races into the season, and and they they find out we're serious. But but yeah, it's um it's definitely cool to 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 be on on this side of things. Um, you know where I I've, everywhere I've been, I've I've had some amount of influence, right? Uh, a lot of that's been between me and the crew chief. It hasn't really been as much organizational. Um, th- this yes, I'm I'm gonna have a lot of say in things, and not to say that that what I say goes by by any means. There, there's a lot of a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me that, that, that we've been able to attract 
um, namely, uh, you know, Jeff Snakewitz, uh, Michael Sheldon, and, and Dan Tamani. So, so those guys are, are the, the brain trust. But, but yeah, if if I feel something, if I think we need to go a, a different direction, or or feel like we need to go further down a direction, I'll definitely have more more uh, my my weight will will be stronger in in a situation like this. I feel like also being a single track team, we're going to be able to change directions a little faster than than some of these, you know big mega super teams like that I've been with, you know, the past eight or 10 years of my career. So, uh, yeah, things are going to be different. Um, there, there's a lot of it. We, we started, um, I've started over there, you know, a, a, about a month ago and, and it is, um, you know, things are different, but, uh, but it's, uh, a lot of work has just gone into the shop and, and just getting, <laughs> you know, that part of things situated. Um, but, but yeah, it's definitely a, a different situation, but, but I'm excited about it. And, and, uh, I, I haven't done, you know, this side of things very often i've i've been hands-on you know from a, the mechanics side, from from the the you know just from the trying to make these trucks faster standpoint but i haven't on, been you know on, on putting the deals together side <laughs> as much um i've relied on other people to do that and, and a lot of the other organizations have had that established so this has been a little different um a, a little new to me and kind of glad that that stuff is is mostly behind this and and now we can 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 focus on on building hot rods well, Grand Enfinger has never been one of those uh, just arrive and drive and then get out of the truck and walk away. Uh, you have always been uh, that guy that takes attention to detail and uh, wherever you can, uh, it's always proven to be a dynamite move. Grant, we are right up alongside at the top of the hour. and got to throw the keys back to Sirius XM, but I know we all look forward to getting you back on the show in January, February, getting ready for Daytona and find out how the process is all coming together before we hit that big, beautiful speedway and another fantastic year in the uh, Craftsman Truck Series. Grand and figure, Merry Christmas to you and your bride and uh, your two kids now. you got a lot to celebrate this year, buddy. We have a lot to be thankful for. And, uh, yeah, Caroline is seven weeks old now and, and I, I think I hear crying down there, but uh, <laughs> but overall everything is good. Life life is is good, and and my my wife has done a great job with with both Carolina and Carson. So so that's been great to to come home to. But but yeah, I can't say thank you enough to uh, to everybody at Chevrolet, um, everybody at Grand County Mulch, and and especially the, these guys uh, on my shirt, Champion Power Equipment, who who have been so instrumental in in my career and and who've uh, followed me over here to to CR7 Motorsports. So extremely thankful for for those guys and and uh thank you for for all of our fans especially uh the ones up in the great white north uh uh up there with you joe so appreciate it and, and look forward to, to giving you some some updates after the new year absolutely that's grand end figure do Get me one there. last favor right you gotta give wilbur a pat on the head when you uh go out to the pen you got it joe <laughs> sounds great thanks so much that is grand end finger going to be one exciting year in that truck series uh guys like grant get in behind the wheel now it's going to be a totally different scenario watch this oh he's going to get in there he's going to get in victory lane he's going to get uh he's going to be a strong strong force to be reckoned with i'm really looking forward to it you want to believe it but that is going to do it for us tonight on this show that's going to do it for us this year uh we can't do this without you uh tuning in on Sirius XM or Rev TV Canada or the Performance Motorsport Network.com, however you get Race Time Radio, we surely, genuinely appreciate it. And we wish all of you 
a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year uh, from my wife, Sue, from Joe Jr. I'm Joe Chisholm and uh, from all of us. Have a good, safe holiday. Uh, go Canada, go in the Canadian World Juniors. I know Junior and I will be uh, definitely tuned into that and uh, going to enjoy the holidays. Send us uh, some emails. Uh, stay in touch. And uh, we look forward to getting back on here January the 7th, 2024. But that is going to do it for us. Junior, you have a safe holiday. You as well. I can guarantee we're going to. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. And, of course, Rev TV Canada, nationally every Tuesday from 4 to 6. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 